Great marketing starts with great stories. Be unique, inspire, and connect. Welcome to another episode on the Let's Talk About It show. This is episode 24, and we're talking about how to use video marketing to promote your business and stand out from the crowd. Hi, friends. Welcome to my podcast, Let's Talk About It. My name is Akeshi Akinshaya, party planner, event designer, business coach, author, and founder of Cash Events, and I am your host. Each week, I'm going to bring you conversations about life, business, events, lifestyle, weddings, and everything in between. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Let's dive in. In this episode, I had a lovely and very informative interview with my good friend and creative partner, Philippe Cavallo. He's the CEO and founder of Mira Media Group. So a little bit about his company. At Mira Media, their goal is to provide your brand with beautiful, engaging content. They're your one-stop shop for branding services from video production, photography, graphic design, web design, and live streaming. Mira Media has worked with clients in consumer services, food and beverage, hospitality, medical industries, nonprofits, corporations, and more. They recognize that each client is unique and pride themselves in listening to their clients' needs and bringing their vision to life. I hope you enjoy it. Take a listen. Hey, everyone. I have my good friend and creative partner, Philippe, with Mirror Media. Um, under Mirror Me- Media, we have Mirror Media Group for corporate events and then Mirror Weddings for celebrations. So I'm excited to have him on to talk about all things video. Hey. Hey, I'm very excited to be here and talk to you guys and see what's up in the world of uh, creativity. In the world of creativity all day. Yes. Um, so I wanted to spend some time talking about probably one of the most terrifying things for people, which is video. <laughs> right? yes. uh, I'm sure you've seen this and you've gone through that with me, just kind of getting me over the years more comfortable with video. Um, and a lot of entrepreneurs just tend to hide behind, you know, their work and stay behind the scenes. Right. So I wanted us to kind of open up a conversation, especially now in a time where, there is all COVID-19 going on, we're restricted. And I think that one of the things we have working in our favor is video, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of wanted to share your expertise and give some advice to entrepreneurs out there and how to create and still stay relevant in the business. But I want to talk about you for a second. So how did you discover your passion for video? Well, I guess it's funny because you're, you're, the trepidation that people sh- people have with video is, was my interpretation. I would rather be behind the camera than in front of the camera. So that's <laughs> how it started is that, you know, I took a creative uh, media class in high school. I used to do like the broadcast channel and I just loved using the camera and I didn't like being in front of the camera, but I loved creating fun content. So I started just doing that. And then it, it morphed into something bigger that I used to do with friends. And we used to make spoof videos that like, even for our church, and it, that's how that's how the passion starts. So I've been doing this since I was 14 years old, and it's just. But I but it all started with me not wanting to be in front of the camera, but being able to create something that was fun. 
Yeah. So now do you, I know you tend to, like I see on social media, like you would do like video for your company because you're so mm -hmm. used to doing video for other people. How do you feel being in front of a camera now? So it's, it's never natural for me. Uh, I know some people are, are, are a lot more comfortable being in front of the camera, but um, it's not natural, but I think it's important. And I know this is self-serving, but video is super important because you got to control the messaging. It, do you consider yourself a videographer, cinematographer? I know there are different terms. So how do you describe yourself? Well, I would say we more cinematographers. I think most cinematographers have they started off as videographers, and so I think the big the big key difference is in terms of storytelling, right? So if if you're trying to tell a compelling narrative and you're trying to convey a certain message through your visual imagery, through your imagery, um, that that makes you more of a cinematographer. Whereas a videographer is more just documenting things, maybe getting some really cool angles, some beautiful shots, but not really telling the story and that's where editing really comes in for sure and i always tell people i always tell people i was an editor way before i was ever like a camera operator videographer cinematographer any of that um, i love editing I, it's, it's like putting a puzzle together so i love that and that i think lends itself to our company very well because we're always kind of thinking about the story that we're trying to tell in the editing phase and yeah. so that's why i think that this that distinguishes us and that distinguishes if you're thinking of like am i a videographer or am i a cinematographer or what do i need for my business yeah. or whatnot well you and your team do such a great job because sometimes like i'll finish shooting and i'm like i don't know if that was any good and you're always like don't worry we got yeah. you and then we get the first draft i'm like oh my god i love it because you you can actually tell the story like you said through video and convey the message and you just think the content from us and to show the passion, right? And then you do, you go in and do your thing, which is what you're good at. Like you said, editing and capturing the message and delivering through like the art of storytelling through video. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, that's one of the big things people don't understand right away because, you know, we are our worst critics. So you see ourselves on, on the screen, you're like, oh my God, this is going to look horrible. I'm saying mm -hmm. um, too much. I'm doing all this stuff poorly. Editing is the magic. I mean, like, right. it's, a, it's a big part of, of, of the magic uh, story, uh, sorry, the storytelling process. And so we're going to make you look good. You know, we want, if you look good, we look good. And so <laughs> we will do everything to put you at ease. And, you know, if it takes numerous takes, we will get the take that you need to get your message out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you look fabulous. <laughs> Thank you, because you've made me look fabulous on the days where I'm like, I don't know. But um, yeah, you guys do a pretty amazing job. And it's something I encourage, like in my coaching group and everyone I coach, like, don't just focus on video. There's um, photo. There are things that you can relay, a message you can, you know, share in photo, but of, of videos uh, just as effective, if not much more. Right, then people, you get their attention and you can tell more of a story through video. So I think they're equally important. Though people tend to kind of shy away from video. Um, we're actually doing something interesting in my membership group and I'm asking everyone to just post a video of themselves and introduce themselves, their name and three fun facts. And people have been like, oh my God, I was so terrified. And I'm like, just let's get it out because everyone is so afraid of video. So. My the funny thing is, I, I I never understand it is that people are so scared of video, but they're they're not scared of like a selfie or like right. you know sharing a video on Insta stories. It's like it's 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 a similar concept, and and I know it's it's a level of vulnerability that we're not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. but vulnerability is what makes you interesting in a way. Like yeah. that's what makes 
I mean, the best accounts online usually are people who are vulnerable. You know, yeah, they're not. This is they're true. showing themselves. Yeah. Yeah, even going live, you were like, oh my God, that was so terrifying. I'm, and I usually just like, I say, push the button. Just push it. Yeah, just push it. Press, press play and then see what happens. You know, I'm like, no one's ever going to arrest you for making a bad video. But the more you do it, the better. Like, I know my first live, I was like, oh my gosh. But now it's like, I'm, I'm so used to it because I do it more often now. So just practice. Yeah. Perfect. So um, cool. Okay. So do you know the, the answer to the question? You may not. Why is video so terrifying? I think it's what I just said. I think people are, we're, we are our worst critics. Like even for me, like I'll record something and I just put out a video for a company what a week ago and I, I wasn't the one that edited it cause I don't like seeing myself either. And, mm -hmm. I, and I don't wanna, I, and I don't wanna be biased against myself, right? So I have one of my editors do it, but I was like, I hate my voice. I hate this, so it's, it's, we're our worst critics. But it's funny cause then I put it out there and people were like, oh, that was very nice to hear your voice. It was very nice yeah. to see you because it's you nice. are the face of your company it's so like yeah. it's it's just it's just you know we like you said it's it's a, a level of repetition getting used to being in front of the camera um and seeing yourself and hearing yourself but it's not it's never as bad as you think it's yeah. like you it, it's it looks fine it's going to be good it's just a matter of practice and we always see the people who are great in videos they also suck at one point you know? <laughs> it wasn't perfect i think more i really think it's the fear of being judged by other people mm -hmm. when it comes to video it's not really i don't like it it's like people are not going to like it or they're not going to like the way i sound because it's like i hear my voice like talk all day you hear your voice every day so i think mostly it's like getting over that fear of what we what will people think i know just like posting a video and hitting that publish button could be terrifying just like but i think if we can get over if we can get over what people think and just like be true to yourself and like just be open to new things then and I'm, I'm talking to myself as I say this as well but <laughs> it is terrifying and um like you said it's it's many things but I also think that fear has a huge factor in there too uh, absolutely absolutely yeah yeah but and a lot of times people are like I don't have anything important to say well you, you gotta try I mean like we all have a we all have a perspective mm -hmm. and as long as we're you know being courteous of other people's perspectives as well like we want to hear what you have to say like it, it is it's a, a lot of fear we, again we are our worst critic we are we are constantly judging ourselves and i understand that we're worried about other people but like you gotta just do it or yeah. else you're just gonna you're gonna be stuck in your, your room and agree no 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 likes yeah <laughs> no likes no clients how do you feel about tiktok just off topic i haven't used it <laughs> because <laughs> it's all video yeah. and it requires no, I, I have i have to try it but i haven't tried it. yeah well i got a tiktok account but i'm like when i watch it i'm like i'm not doing that i'm not doing this challenge um so i did get an account so i can be cool like other people but like yeah. that that too is a whole new platform i have to learn and yeah. you know just i'm playing with different things and like thinking of ways to like spread my message more if tiktok is where everyone is at so i'm like i'm gonna try that and see how that goes so I was wondering what your take yeah. was on there. No, no, I have to try it to be honest. I haven't, I haven't done it yet. That's, that's, <laughs> that may be showing more of my age a little bit than. than <laughs> I, yeah, it's definitely not for people in their thirties, but you know, we'll try. Unless you're a celebrity, <laughs> it's like them or kids. So it's like, yeah, right. but I do think you have to try it. it, it it's where, like you said, it's where people are at. We have to meet them. So yeah. I, I have to give it a try. Cool. All right. So um, I want to share a little bit more about the importance of video. I know that working with you, how much 
just creating about my business video changed the direction of my business completely or some behind the scenes or just shooting things that I would never even think to capture, right? Um, but why is video um, so important? I know you mentioned a few things about like your brand message and sharing that, but why is video so crucial for business? I think video is really important because um, outside of photos, like you were talking about, it's a way for you to get a sense of, it's a way for you to manage expectations. I think it's a great way to get a sense of the, the ambiance, the feelings, the emotion, get a face to your business and so forth. I think it's really important in that, in that sense. Um, video gives you, I mean, it, it, a snapshot of real life. Um, yes, we make it. We can make it look a lot better sometimes with certain editing techniques and whatnot. But it, it's it's a way for you to again control your messaging and really get a sense of what you're getting. Yeah. Um, whereas a photo doesn't necessarily do that in that same way. Uh, and that's what one of the things that makes us different from a photo. Um, but I just think it's it's an important way to get your messaging out there, especially yeah. as a business owner. Um, like I, I like I said, I have a lot of trepidation being in front of the camera. But if if you're not advocating for your business, who is? Yeah, I love what you said, like control your messaging, because like, I, I get your point when you say sometimes you can post a picture, it's open for interpretation because people are going to translate whatever they're getting from that photo. But mm -hmm. I think in video, they can see more of your personality, your passion, that you're maybe not as serious as people think, right? Yeah. I know people have told me like in person, like, oh, I didn't realize you were so silly or mm -hmm. so like you just seem so serious because all our pictures are you know yeah kind of portray that so video kind of shows like you've had videos where in the end i'm laughing like hysterically which we're mostly doing half yeah and people are like oh that's so they can engage more so um that's totally on point and so i mean that's why behind the scenes videos yeah. are some of the best i mean people yeah. love that they like to see how the sausage is made <laughs> and you know and then they like to see personality I, again yeah a, a level of vulnerability is important and I know it's hard to do, but it's, it's key to get your message across to advocate for your business and for people to like, I want to work with that person. I connect yeah. with that person. And I so that, that's like, so that the moment they already kind of inquire that a lot of the hard work's already done because they're like, okay, this person's like me, I get yeah. this person or so forth, you know? Yeah. So true. Yeah. Very important. So if you guys are not, doing using video for your business there you have it it is important okay so i want to talk a little bit about covid19 our not so friendly pandemic mm -hmm. and how it's changed the way we do business for everyone so what major changes have you seen in regards to video for business yeah so a large part of our our business especially in a lot of the last 18 months has been live events so we've been doing a lot of conferences testimonials and so forth so we've traveled quite a bit so that from the get-go, COVID has sucked for us, obviously. I mean, like, we, you're restricted. You can't be on set. There's not large gatherings and so forth. So it's been really bad. Um, but there is still a lot of opportunities out there because we are still at home. We are still staring in front, you know, using our technology. We're in front of a computer. We're in front of a screen. Um, we're trying to get, we have, so even though we are isolated, it's, it's, it's actually been pretty great that we have the technology to keep us connected, yeah, right? Absolutely. So we've pivoted in a way where we have, pushed for online content through live streaming, through creating um, online global conferences where we will either get materials that they've already sent and repurpose it. And so they can get an online conference in a day and everything out there with supplemental materials and so forth. 
Um, so that's been a big thing. Uh, live streaming as well. If you can't, if you can't bring people to you, you can bring them the message to them. Um, and yeah. with us, we, we've been able to, you know, we can create sets, we can do all that stuff. So it looks like you're giving a talk Amazing. to a larger crowd. Wow. But you're, but there is no audience there, you know? Yeah. Cause I know live streaming is something you've been offering way before this happened. I remember mm. you'd posted a few like live streaming options, right? For, for events. Yeah. So, yeah. So we, we've done several live streaming options for actual conferences that have people that just couldn't make it out there. Yeah. Um, so it's not something new to us. We we have a technology. We've been doing it for a long time. It's just something that now people are wanting more. So yeah. um, it's it's a great way, again, to reach people who cannot go anywhere. I'm like, we cannot go anywhere right now. So this is the opportunity. This is the way for you to get your message to, to your, your your customers, to your audience. And people people want content right now. Like they're, 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 they're you know, they're looking for something to do. Yeah. So one of the things we were talking about earlier was how you've, and I saw that the very first week this kind of happened when we were home, how you've pivoted. So I'm going to talk a little bit about things you've done in your business, being the like the, edit, the creator, right? you on the other side creating videos, how you kind of pivoted a little bit in your business to sustain and keep your business going. So yeah, so with that, I... I I think it's been very important and I think this should be a lesson to most entrepreneurs is like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You guys should, you should constantly be looking at other options. So we were always a video company to start off with. Right. And that would have been an easy route to go and just film some live events in Chicago. And that would have been, you know, a lot of people were happy with that. But I, you know, since one thing that makes us a little bit different than other companies is that yes, we are a small company, but we all have full-time employees. I don't subcontract out like my shooters and stuff like that. So like, Mm -hmm. It's important to keep us all employed. So I have to find other ways to keep revenue coming in. So we've, we offer website design, graphic design. Um, we do some corporate photography and so forth. Live streaming as an aspect. We do drone photography, all these different things, right? So yeah. this allows us to easily pivot when we are no longer able to do a video production out in the field with large events and so forth, right? So for us, it's been easy to transition to like, let's focus on our websites. Let's focus in on our graphic design. Let's focus in on live streaming, um, you know, or even focus on our post-production And You send us the footage, we will edit for you and we will create some content from that yeah. for you for now, you know? So scaling the business, like as you were grow growing the business, scaling the business has kind of put you in a position to still sustain versus just focusing on just one thing because absolutely yeah if you were doing video and it's a lesson i got from you <laughs> scale 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 no you gotta you gotta keep looking for other ways to make money and, and, and yeah. harness your your talents because if you just focus on one channel this is the kind of thing that can derail a small business and it's not obviously a, a perfect solution because we never know what the future can hold but you gotta constantly be thinking and i i kind of said like i got that from you like i you can't just be doing, you mean, you have your workshops, you have your books, you yeah. know, your podcasts and so forth. And those things all supplement, they're all, they're all working off one another. Yeah. Kind of be innovating because when something does hit and, and COVID is the situation now, what's going to happen in two years, something else is going to happen. You just got to be prepared. Yeah. We talked about developing in one of my, um, I did a webinar a few weeks ago and we talked about developing a new skill or learning a new skill. Like as entrepreneurs and creators, I think we should be pushing ourselves to, add something new to our skill set and being able to use it. For example, web design right now as a service that you offer is huge because now people are taking the time to 
revamp the website, work on the SEO. You guys have done, like even when we did our website, you guys went in and like cleaned out and helped embed the video so it looked cleaner versus mm -hmm. just a YouTube link or Vimeo link, right? So like you said, they work hand in hand and it's actually just makes the process a lot easier where we're mm -hmm. not, so by ha having the services works in, it's all digital where you can mm -hmm. do you know, branding and website design and um, coding, which we don't know how to do. So a lot of times, like mm -hmm. right now, the people that I'm coaching are in that space where they're like, I need a new website, I need a new logo. Can you mm -hmm. recommend this? Can you recommend that? People are trying, um, people that do educational, they have educational platforms are looking for coders to help with stuff to build their courses. So there is mm -hmm. like a whole new stream of revenue that you can, even tapping into the moment by just the steps you've taken in the past few years to grow the business and scale the business. And it's a lesson to a lot of people that have been afraid to try something new because of what people would think or what people would say to just go for it and just keep thinking ahead. Like what if, you know, my biggest takeaway now is like, I have a, what if moment, like if I don't do this, what if this happens, you know, what if mm -hmm. there's another, you know, pandemic and we're back here again what have i done what if so it's it's so important to kind of think beyond your current you know um set of skills and like what else you can add to the business so i love that that's a good example that you're giving from you know video perspective as well and i say this to planners and designers and any entrepreneurs to just add more skill set and grow the business even further to kind of help you manage in times of crisis yeah. Absolutely. And, and to be honest, as you're talking, it just reminded me that, I mean, this business that I have now, I've been around for 10 years, full time, 12 years total. And it really started with the last recession, 2008. That's when I started my business. Wow. And so it was, I started it because I was like, I need to diversify my skills. I, yeah. I went to film school. I was, but I was working at a corporate job. I was working for someone else. And I'm like, I need to find a way to not depend on someone else possibly laying me off. You know, so yeah, like, let me yeah. get my skills sharpened and let's try this thing of, of, of this side hustle to mm -hmm. bring some supplemental income, For sure. which now 12 years later is a business, you know? So, so like, I, I'm trying to find out ways now to again, to prepare for the next, next issue. Yeah. But you know, this, this was born out of a lot, the last issue we had yeah, um, wow. that affected us economically. So, you know, I'm yeah. hoping that that's, that pushes someone to, you know, in 12 yeah. years, what business will we have out? Yeah, new, opp new opportunities are going to be born during this time. It's really just a matter of who's bold enough and fearless enough to actually take it and mm -hmm. just utilize it because there's a silver lining to the situation. It's like we're forced to think now as business owners, like, have I really set up my business for success? And now am I using the tools available to us while we're home? video right and we we're talking earlier before we started recording about opportunities that i'm thinking about in order to keep the business going and keep content flowing um so it's what are we doing now that's why i wanted to do this topic with you it's like what can we do or how can we pivot and adjust to stay relevant and even push ourselves to be better than we started when this happened which is yeah. shining bright with video right and that's right that's right yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we cannot, information we can't share with a photo. There's, it's limited. Yeah, so, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I've, I've told like, you, I'm sure people have been saying this to you and other people, it's like, this is the time, we always complain we don't have time. Mm -hmm. We have time now. You <laughs> know, get your branding in order, get yeah. your website in order, get everything cleaned up. Because even for us, like, you know, you get so busy with your other clients that you sometimes yeah. forget about yourself. 
Mm-hmm. People, people need optimism right now. They need some type of motivation. So like mm-hmm. be that motivation, be that optimism, get your stuff in order and tell people that you're in business and you know, what better way to do that than video? Yeah. Come out, no, you're, you're right. And I, same thing for me. I had in our team meeting this morning, we're talking about content, things we should be doing. And there were, there's a whole list of things that we should be doing. It's just a matter of taking action. It's like, how are we using our time right now? We, I mean, Netflix and chilling is fun and everything, but that's not going to help my business. (laughs) So I was Netflix and chill at night, but during the day I'm focused on work and how I can be better and how one thing I can do today to make my business better tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know for a fact that creating content right now and utilizing video, whether that you can share an IGTV or YouTube or TikTok, like you can repurpose that content through all your different Mm -hmm. channels, right? Um, Is big. So yeah. Awesome. I love this. Um, You mentioned film school. So tell me about that. I should have asked you about that earlier. So you said you went to film school. Yeah, so I went. <laughs> I, I, I hope so. No, I don't. I don't know. I, so so I, I actually wanted to be in a previous life a history professor. So really? that was yeah. So if I didn't go video, I wanted to be an academic. Um, and so I went to the reason I say that is because I'm a double major in history and film. And so I went there initially to be a history major, and yeah. then I, I spent more time in film than actually my history classes. So I ended up doing both. Okay. Um, and like I said, I've been doing this since I was in, I was 14. So like, it was already an interest. It's something I like to do, but it's one of those things, again, like you're like, let, let's, let's see where this takes me. I'm not closing the door to another career, mm-hmm. but let's, let's pursue film. So I, I, I double majored at University of Santa Barbara, uh, University of California of Santa Barbara. Um, and so it was really good because it's not a big production school. Um, so we didn't do a lot of in-field training, like, you know, camera operating, all that stuff, but it was a very theory-based school. So it helped me a lot with my writing. And for me, it actually helps you a lot with your editing because you understand the, the, the details of a story, mm. um, you know, what works, what, what, what you yeah. need to pull strength. So once I transitioned to like actually being in the field and filming, it wasn't that hard because I knew what I needed. And that going back to your original question of a cinematographer versus videographer, I think that was an easy transition for me because I already had some of that structure of yeah. like, I'm looking for a story. I need, you know, a three part structure. I need compelling events. I need, you know, and so forth, catalysts and all that stuff, so. Yeah, oh, oh that's amazing. And then, so there's yeah. the history part. I know you travel a lot. You travel for work, but you also travel for like with your family. Yeah. Um, so is that where the history part comes in where, cause I know you like, you tend to document, you do a lot of documentaries on history, right? Where yeah. you, you yes. know, have the place. Yeah. So I've always been interested. It's just one of those things like, you know, I hated math. I loved history. I just, I had a, an ability to retain facts. Right. So, uh, I, I just always enjoyed it. And because my parents have always instilled this idea of traveling for with us, um, you know, every opportunity they could get to take us somewhere, my sister and I, to, to learn something, they would take us and that, that just gave me the travel bug. So I love doing yeah. it and cameras were a perfect supplement to that, to that interest, right? Yeah. And, and it's actually perfect because you can see, right, through with Netflix and all the other things, I mean, documentary filmmaking is at its peak huge. right now. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. Huge. So it's a great time, again, for video and if you love to document stuff, like this is the time. Um, yeah, this is the time. I agree. Um, okay. So my next question is for someone that is a creative that mm-hmm. now they understand they have to do video and they're saying like, what kind of content can I create? 
Um, and I, you know, we've talked about different things. So like do some suggestions of things like a creative can be doing right now in terms of content. Yeah, I think, I think you should always start with, you know, getting your values out there. Ex mm. Explain who you are. Um, you know, I think it's important to write that stuff down and then create a video that explains what, what you're about. What are you, what makes you different in the market, you know? Yeah. Um, and this is what I'm talking about, like your vulnerability and in your voice. Like it's, it's important that we understand that you're, you're different, whatever your business is selling, why is it important? And people want to, you know, get to know you if you're a one man shop so that they yeah. understand, okay, I like this person. I want to buy their product. And obviously you have to have a good product, but if they like you, it's, it's the first way to get in there, you know? For sure. um, so I think that's, I think that's the important part is like find out your values and what makes you different in the market. And let's, let's put that to video. So start there. And I know you also mentioned even like some behind the scenes or like some little things that you're doing, um, even at home, I've seen like even for like designers are doing like, you know, flowers at home and they're shooting that into mm -hmm. like just something like a, a quick setup. People are making cocktails at home, you know, people yeah. are just, or even giving advice, right. Um, on like you said like your value can extend you can do a part one through 20 if you wanted mm -hmm. from absolutely right and then like advice like there are people right now that are anxious like your clients are wondering what's next what's going on so even like a qa session or like you know advice video or something like that yeah i'm thinking or like creative ways to do that i know you mentioned behind the scenes earlier um which i think is something like people do not show enough of and i think mm -hmm that actually helps set you apart from everyone else because you're able to show the not so pretty, the, your real life. Absolutely. And I, again, I, not to sound like a broken record, but if you start showing, again, we're, we're people behind our businesses and we have multiple layers. So show yourself, show your, uh, that's why I start with values because I feel like if you can list down your values, you can show the things that support those values, right? Absolutely. So like, yes, you know, and so you can start showing behind the scenes of things that feed into your business. Um, yeah. Like, you know, our big slogan is make it matter. And reason for that yeah. is because your my clients matter because yeah. my clients allow me to, you know, provide for my team to provide for my family. So me, if you look at my Instagram, you know, you'll see it's a lot of it centered around my kids and yeah. my house and my dogs and stuff like that. Cause that stuff matters to me. And I know that yeah. my clients mm -hmm. allow me to have these opportunities for them. So amazing. You'll so that that's that's what I say. Like you show show who you are. If, you know, figure out your values, and we'll create, and we can help you create materials that will show who you are um, yeah. to your audience. And that's that makes that's your unique story that no one can mm -hmm. duplicate or have. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's so awesome. I love that. And um, nowadays, like we were talking about before, like you, you don't, I mean, yes, if you can't afford getting a production company, you still have phones nowadays or, you know, great cameras and yeah. they start, start there. You know, you don't have to get it in one take, do several takes. You know, if my daughter, who is the, my youngest daughter, who is third grade can edit a video on, you know, editing software nowadays is pretty, it's pretty, pretty great, pretty <laughs> user-friendly. You can do yeah. it. You just, and you, YouTube's your friend. Sit down yeah. there. You can you can you can make a solid video on your own, showing to your your audience who you are to start it off at a very minimal cost. It just requires effort. Yeah. So you answered my. I was gonna ask like if you were like myself at home and I don't have any fancy gear, what can I use to do something at the moment? And you said your phone. Your phone is your friend. It's your phone. And iMovie. I mean, most of us have MacBooks. I, I'm a I'm an Apple person, so I don't know a lot of Windows, but I know 
that PCs also have the, the comparable software, but you know, all computers come with, you know, a built-in movie editing software yeah. that you can plug in your iPhone videos and put a little soundtrack. Again, I know it seems daunting, but I'm, I assure you, if my eight-year-old can do it, you can do it. It's not, it's not, it, it, it doesn't, it, it should not be scary. And you can make it look solid and post it on your social and it's going to look good. And again, just minimal cost. It just takes some effort. Well, and get, getting over your fear and just taking action and just hit record, yeah. right? Absolutely. The next video could be better. If this wasn't so great, the next one is better, but at least you're putting out content and you're putting out, you know, things of value. It, I think it's the messaging that's important too. I think sometimes we get too caught up in the pretty and how my, you know, my, my cheekbones and or my face looks fat or mm -hmm. my voice sounds awful and we forget about the actual messaging and why we're doing the video in the first place. Yeah. So, and, and the truth of the matter is that if you're doing this for your business, you probably have something invested into it. Like you care. Right. Um, so you, you have, you have a point of view, you have a perspective, you, you, yeah. you know, your value is already built in. It's not like you're searching, you, you have nothing to say. You have something to say because you're selling something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So just focus on the message, right. And giving value and then you get better in time. Because I, I was actually giggling. The first video that we did, I was watching and I was like dying laughing because I remember every emotion. <laughs> it probably doesn't show. And then I watched it next and I'm like, oh, much better. And then the most recent one, which we have on our Absolutely. side, I'm like, okay, great. So it actually encourages me to want to do more because then you see the growth and how comfortable you are with um, um, the, you know, the process. So any tips for, so I want to share like any tips in terms of posture, position, lighting, just any tips that you can share for someone. So I want to send you a video that you can use, right? So yeah. any, what are your tips for filming at home or without a professional? Yeah, if you can't get a professional, lighting is always the trickiest thing, right? People are always like, oh, it looks too dark, whatever else. So, you know, most photographers and most videographers and all that stuff would tell you, like, try and use some natural light. So use a window. Don't shoot in the window. Use the window as your, your you know, you can shoot at the side or even behind the camera. Um, so it's giving you, the, it's, it's illuminating you, but you're not, you're not being blown out or you're not dark. Um, gotcha. Try and use, you know, light spaces, you know, and... Posture is important. If you're going to be sitting down, use a stool. Ah, because um, so that automatically. Chair? Yeah, yeah. Because if you're in a chair, you're going to easily like slouch down and, and stuff like that. Um, but again, if you're not comfortable, standing up is always nice. Because in being at a counter, because then you can have your hands rested and you can have something in your hands, and nice. it allows you to be a little bit more comfortable. Um, but uh, find, I guess that the easiest thing I would say to you is just find something a, a place that you feel comfortable to start off of. Um, and if you don't feel comfortable with someone around you, just put the camera, you know, prop it up and, and, and go to work. And yeah, just... I like filming by myself. Like when I'm doing something, I tell my husband to leave the house or go in the room. I'm like, cause then I feel like, I think, you t I think you've said it to me too before, even though I'm the one recording. Like, <laughs> like, you go away because I'm like, oh, I wonder what they're thinking. So when I do my webinars and my lives, I like to do it alone. Like I would just lock myself in a room. And then yeah. just work. Um, so yeah, but those are great tips. So lighting, yeah. posture, um, and you said sound. Oh, what was the last one you said? So lighting. Well, sound is sound is really important. I, I think it's an underappreciated, undervalued component. We're like, I have to look great, you know, or it's like a, you also need to sound great. So I do think try and find a room that's that's quiet, 
right. you know, I, we've all been on Zoom calls right now where it's been a lot of background noises that are distracting. So we yeah. all understand what bad audio sounds like at this point. So right. um, I just, yeah, so try and find some place that's quiet. And if you can, you can, again, if Amazon has some great products that are like inexpensive audio gear, um, you can probably get a nice little mic for 40, 50 bucks. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's, people are always scared of the fact that they, again, post-production and editing, but if you can record it separately and just go straight to your computer, you can sync it up. Um, yeah. But, but again, if, if you're invested in this and you can, you want to, you know, take it to the next level, you can always get a simple SLR camera at Costco or whatever else for a few hundred bucks mm -hmm. with an on-camera mic. And it, everything is there. You just press record and it, it, it the, the audio will sound great. Um, nice. Yeah, I know. Like you said, a simple mic and not overthinking. My podcast mic was like $60 on yeah. Amazon. Oh, there you go. See? Yeah, because I'm like, I'm not, if I overthought the process, I probably wouldn't have started the podcast. Because, of course, I said, I hate my voice. I don't, you know, I don't want to record because I sound funny. And I'm like, I'm just going to screw it all and just like, just go for it. And later on, I will invest in like the more expensive gear. But right now it's doing the job. A simple mic that I paid $56 for it. And I love it because it's great. And I ordered this little ring light for when I do lives at home and it gives me you know more light and i think that that does the job yeah you and know? again this is all part of learning those new skills that we're talking about like it's so easy to find stuff like you don't even need to go to film school at this point like you can go you know obviously there are, there are certain levels of things that to make you a higher end cinematographer and whatnot but to start at your own business like it's there's again there's not there should not be a deterrent in terms of cost because it's not yeah. that hard we all yeah. have phones we can there the the equipment is pretty inexpensive if you look yeah. there and YouTube is your friend. Awesome. All right. So some final questions for you. And this has been super duper helpful, but I want we usually end the podcast with just some fun questions for all our guests. So the first one is what is your definition of success? I think for me it's pretty simple. I think it's it's finding a job not a job, a career that you enjoy going to work for every day. And obviously it, it, it provides your basic needs and it puts food on the table and stuff, but you enjoy going to work. Um, and the reason I say it is because like I mentioned earlier, I, I started this as a side hustle. Um, you know, I worked in, a, I worked in Silicon Valley at a very good company that everything sounded amazing, but I worked for someone I didn't like, I didn't like going to a nine to five job. I didn't like working in a cubicle all that stuff, right? So for me, I love going to work every day. I love working with my team. For me, the success, yes, we may not be the biggest production company. We may not, um, you know, you know, you always want to make more money and all that stuff, right? But I feel like I, I, I feel like I've, and for me, I, I'm reaching that level of success that I like because, because yeah. I love going to work. I love working with my friends. I'm doing meaningful content. And again, I'm providing for my family. So for me, success is that. It's finding something that you can you enjoy getting up every day, going to work and doing something that you enjoy doing. Um, and hopefully it also pays the bills. <laughs> well, that too, but yeah. I love it. Do, I, do, yeah. do what you love. Yeah. And do what you love. Make money while yeah. doing <laughs> Yeah. And then that's, I mean, I, that's a very easy way. I mean, again, I don't need to be a multimillionaire. Yes, I would love to have millions, right? Who wouldn't? Yeah. But let's be realistic. You know, if I can provide and enjoy going to work and enjoy the people that I'm working with. Cause we always like love complain about our coworkers. Yeah. That's success. You know, that, cause you, you're spending a lot of time with your coworkers more than your family sometimes. Right. Oh yeah. 100%. <laughs> For yeah. me, that's success. I love that. And I, 
I love my team. So yeah, I well, that's, that's, that I is, love yeah. too. <laughs> okay, cool. I love that. Um, so if you could have lunch with anyone, who would it be? Um, this is a hard one for me because I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a, I don't like, I don't, I'm not starstruck by people. Like I'm not, I, I, obviously I love sports. So like, man, it'd be so cool to me, you know, X, Y, and Z player, because you know, that'd be amazing. Like even Michael Jordan, I grew up Michael Jordan. Like that'd be amazing, but I'm never like, I, I think it'd be a little awkward for me to be <laughs> sit one-on-one and chop it up with them sometimes. Right. So like, <laughs> that's not, I, I, I've always struggled with that question because I don't know. Yes. I love film. I love actors. I love, I, I love sports. So there's athletes. I'm a history guy, so there's all these people it, it, through history that I would love to, to meet. It's just a really hard question. So I know this is gonna sound, I'm not trying to get sappy, but if, if anybody else would be my pops again, since he passed away. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well then I was gonna ask like what, I, okay, I'll ask it. Is I, there, I, don't, I don't know if you wanna use that or not, but I just- No, I, I, yeah, I love, no, it's, it is your one. Is there a question you would ask him? That's hard. I said, because you post, you yeah. post, I know yeah. you post and you post a lot about that. I wonder if there's like one. Yeah, I, again, I, I know I don't want to get like super heavy because it's, it's even though like, you know, everybody who's gone through loss, it's, it's tough, right? So you, you, you grapple with a lot of different things. And, um, but I, I just, I just hope that one day when I meet him again, it's like, did I, did I do a good job? Mm. You know, because he, he, he was a great father. And I think people who have, who have, really positive experiences with their parents, you know, they, they are kind of our number one judge. You, you, you want their approval. And yeah, uh, I had, I was blessed with great parents. And so I, I just hope that, you know, once, once my, my story is written that I was able to do what he did for me. So. Wow. I love that so much. Wow. Thank you for sharing that and being open with that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, buddy, thank you for being on this show and being open and giving us your tips and sharing um, you know, how entrepreneurs right now can change the direction of the business through creating content, meaningful content and using video to grow. So I appreciate you taking the time to chit chat with me and Trisha, it's good to connect as well. Yeah, <laughs> I know everyone is at home, but we're still busy. So I know sometimes it's hard to kind of gauge time and all that. So I, I really appreciate you taking this time to um, be here and all the resources that you have links to the business we will put in the show notes so if anyone wants to create content for video or even going to like like the website and coding and um, all the other services we'll link it all so I hope some listeners here can utilize those services because they're all amazing and I've used them all <laughs> yeah, um, from workshops to weddings to personal branding to web services. So I, um, I appreciate your time. Um, my final question for you is how can our listeners find you? Well, they can find me as like most people through social media. Um, we are big onto Instagram um, and we're on Facebook and I'm on Twitter, even though people don't know that <laughs> uh we all use twitter i, I so i'm on all the social platforms uh okay. our website is miramediagroup.com and if you've always wondered what mira is and the reason for it is we are a pretty diverse group so we are um latin pretty much and so it's a portuguese and spanish word for seeing and aiming and your eye um okay. so it's m-i-r-a-r mediagroup.com Awesome. And the social media handle is at, there's two, there's Mira Media and Mira, Mira Weddings. 
meet our weddings, correct? And then the same thing for Facebook. Yeah. Awesome. And for our Twitter. For Twitter. You got to keep them. Do you tweet? I don't tweet, but it's important to get your news there. So Absolutely. It's another way to keep engaged. I I do love, I do like Twitter a lot. Uh, I'm not an active Twitter, but I do like it. Interesting. Yeah, but it's important to keep everything consistent. Get your handles all locked up. People have oh, yeah. your handles all, yeah, all mixed up. Yeah, you're not using it, get it locked. You don't want someone else to have your name anywhere. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, but Akashi, thank you so much for this platform. I mean, you are an inspiration. You're always hustling. <laughs> and so it's, 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 hustling. it's any way we can support, we're here for you. Yeah, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. If you love today's show, share with your friends and tag me on social media at Cash Events. Also, if you haven't heard, I launched my new online coaching membership program for planners and designers called Creatives Corner. To learn more about it, visit thecashexperience.com and there are more details in the show notes.